Not sure what to expect or how to navigate the interview process? Want to make sure your personal statement hits the mark? AMSA's new program, Applied Match Preparation, or AMP, has been created just for you. Get personalized, one-on-one assistance from a team of experts, and get ready to shine during the application process. Visit amsa.org amsa-amp to get started. You've spent months preparing for the MCAT exam. It's finally game time when someone taps you on the shoulder mid-exam. Excuse me, miss, we're going to have to shut down your computer. Now what? Welcome to the AMSA AdLib Podcast, where you'll hear from med students and experts alike. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. Like many of her peers studying for the MCAT, Megan Single spent hundreds of hours over the course of several months preparing for the exam. She woke up on the day of her exam, geared up with a lucky t-shirt and pair of socks, and arrived ready to take on the MCAT head first. However, she couldn't have anticipated that she was about to walk in on a nightmare. Here's Megan's story of her beeping MCAT, how she overcame defeat from technological difficulties to illness, and how her experience added a unique perspective to her med school journey today. Here's Megan. All right, good evening. So the story that I'm going to tell you about is the story of my MCAT disaster. And it's a story of trials, tribulations, and triumph. So after five, over 400 hours of studying over the course of about five months, I was 100% ready to take the MCAT on May 22nd, 2015. And I was ready and prepared to face this nightmare exam for pre-meds. So, May 22nd, 2015, I wake up and I get ready. I put on my AMSA convention t-shirt last year, from last year, that said, I am saving lives, and my I am smart socks, and go in to take the test. First section down, I was feeling great. I knew everything. I don't think that's possible, but I did. (laughs) Um, And then second section, things are going well. And then all of a sudden, I clicked to go to the next question, and my screen went blank. And I was like, hmm, this is weird. But then it popped back up, answered the next question, clicked next again, and it goes blank again. So then I thought, okay, well, this is annoying, but okay, whatever, I'll deal with it, it's my MCAT. And then it kept happening, and it kept happening, and I thought, is my timer still going while this is happening? Sure enough, it was. So every time I clicked to go to the next question, it was like 20 seconds, 30 seconds that just went by and I couldn't do anything. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening. I was only gonna take this exam once and for all. This can't happen. But I thought, okay, I don't have a choice. This is my MCAT, this is what's happening. I just have to move forward and focus. So I'm focusing. It was the reading comprehension section. And then I hear, beep, 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 turn around, look around the room, along with everyone else. Don't know where the sound's coming from. So I'm like, okay, focus, Megan. It's the reading comprehension section. So I start a sentence, beep. Okay, restart the sentence, beep, kept happening. So then I'm like, all right, focus. And then I get a tap on my shoulder. So I turn around, I take out my earplug, and it's one of the proctors saying, excuse me, miss, we're going to have to shut down your computer. I'm like, okay, (laughs) what does that mean? (laughs) 
so they proceed to explain to me that my computer is making the noise and it's distracting other students and they have to shut down my computer and they'll move me to a new one and it'll start where I left off. But meanwhile, my timer was still running the whole time they were saying this. So I was like, all right, shut the dang computer down already. <laughs> so they shut it down, I move computers, flash forward six hours and I walk out of this MCAT exam just feeling 100% defeated. I felt like I had gone into this exam ready to just take it once and be done. And then computer technical difficulties had messed that up. And I was just devastated. But then reality set in. I had to drive home and pack up my entire childhood home. I had been focusing on studying for the MCAT, so I hadn't packed my room at all. So movers were coming at 8 a.m. I was up till 6 a.m. packing, 24 hours of being awake after taking the MCAT. And then I took a nap until 8 o'clock when the movers came in my room and started moving furniture. And then I was awake for another 16 hours. It all didn't seem real. And by the time Sunday rolled around, my mom and I were supposed to go on a vacation to the beach to celebrate the MCAT being over and the move being over. And quickly, that celebration vacation just turned to the complete opposite. I was stressed. I was emotional. Didn't even know what to do. And I had to make a decision. Do I retake this exam, sign up for the free retake, and void my scores, knowing that three out of the four sections that weren't affected, I felt 100% confident on, and I felt so good about, but I would never see those scores if I voided it. Or do I keep the scores and risk that one section that was affected tanking the overall score? And I was just beside myself. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't even believe that I was having to make this decision. But then something absolutely incredible happened. I picked up the phone and called someone named Peter. He's a world-renowned surgeon, awesome guy, one of my mentors. And I said, Peter, you have to hear this story. I told him. And he goes, you have to be kidding me. And I was like, nope, I'm not kidding you. And then there was silence on the other end. And I remember thinking, is he still there? And then after just a brief pause, he goes, Megan, you will kill people. And I just remember thinking, wow. And he said, Megan, you'll kill people one day. This is the least of your worries. And he was like, you're going to go retake that exam, sign up right now, because this doesn't matter. And he was like, you're going to take that exam, you're going to go and you're going to own that exam, and you're going to make that exam your <laughs> word for word, that was what he said. So needless to say, I hung up the phone, I registered to retake the test. The next two weeks, they were not fun at all. I tried so hard to study, could not do it. Every time I tried, I fell asleep. And then exam day came around. Get up. Wear my AMSA convention t-shirt again, my I am smart socks, go take the test, and it was a completely different test. Obviously a different test, but this time it was a lot harder, and I didn't know a lot of the stuff. I didn't even recognize some of the things. That was my biggest fear, and I was like, I can't believe this is even happening. But then I remembered, I will kill people one day. This is the least of my problems. So... I just took a deep breath and thought, okay, I have to finish this exam strong. So I did it. I finished. And then 
got through the grueling eight-hour exam, kind of trying, kind of fighting the whole time to not fall asleep. Fast forward five months, I find out what was wrong with me that time. I had mono while I took the MCAT and had to study for two weeks. <laughs> and then the best part is I got into medical school with that. I got into medical school with that exam. So I will kill people one day. All of you will kill people one day. But the, the MCAT is the least of your worries. Don't ever forget that. Thank you. <laughs> Megan's story was part of a series of story slams presented at AMSA's 2016 annual convention. AMSA AdLib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. This episode was produced by Pete Thompson and myself. Special thanks to Perry Tsai for organizing and hosting the story slam event at AMSA's convention. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer, and Dr. Kelly Tibbert is AMSA's national president. Rising fourth years are probably doing the math on their student loan debt as they are getting ready for residency interview season. Tune in next week to hear more about one of the loan repayment public service options available to fourth year medical students, and hear about the personal side of the National Health Service Court straight from the director himself. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening. What do you think of podcasts? What do you want to hear about? We want to hear from you. Share your thoughts and you could win a $100 Amazon gift card. Visit amsa.org slash survey to take our brief survey so that we can help you grow as a physician in training.